Hey everyone, and welcome back to Demon Slayer Chronicles, a Demon Slayer podcast presented by Popped Off, where each and every week, all three of your co-hosts go into every episode of the anime, dive into this episode, the characters, lore, world, whatever else we want to talk about. And as always, I am your host, Andrew Nimsgren, and alongside me, I have James Graham and Dylan Beal to talk about another great episode. Don't you guys agree? I'd say so. Yeah, it's a really good episode. It's it's also a cliffhanger, but we'll we'll go into that. But it's a good one. It's really good. I've been waiting to talk about this episode for a very long time. So, yeah, he's been he's been itching. Didn't know I didn't know how bad it was affecting him until like tonight happened. He's like, all right, we gotta we gotta go, guys. We gotta go. Yeah, because uh, originally, um, I thought we had this planned uh for us a, a Sunday recording, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to talk about this. I'm so excited about this. And then I was like, oh wait, no, we're doing a Tuesday recording. So I had to wait. <laughs> Like Sunday, Monday, and today. that's three whole days to talk about this. Yeah, he's. Been... Are you gonna go watch the next episodes as soon as we finish it, uh, editing this? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about them. I might too, honestly. Like this, like, we're talking. I can talk a little bit about the general episode a little bit, then dive into the Rick and Moral and do all that recap. But this episode is the first time where like I watched like a required episodes and then almost watched the next ones because I personally I know what's coming next. But also, this episode sets up for what next episode is going to be. Like these next couple episodes is going to be so well and just such a good cliffhanger that we haven't had many in Demon Slayer so far. That I'm like, I, I just want to watch this episode right now. And I started watching it first couple of minutes, and I'm like, nope, I'm gonna stop and wait. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those episodes of like, um, whenever I'm consuming like media, especially like binging through it, whether it be a video game or just catching up on a show. Um, if I'm doing it on my own, I have a tipping point. So it's like, I'll watch this show. I'm like, I'm liking this. I'm, you know, I'm doing a couple here and there. And then there's a tipping point of where I get so into it of where I have to go. Oh, I'm just going to finish this all in one go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just going to watch it all 3 a.m. tonight. Like I don't have anything going on tomorrow. <laughs> and, and that's this episode. I like that. It made me feel that way, but I, I'm pacing myself so we could talk about it. Cause I, I'm actually watching it in the same batch is that we're, we're doing it basically. So I, I wanted to watch the rest of the series that night, but <laughs> I, I'm holding off for the for the viewers out there. I, I'm I'm their layman for this. Yeah, he's doing yeah. he's doing so it. James, for you. are you on the same page as us? Oh yeah, because I know like like I know what this arc holds and like what comes next, and like yeah, I'm probably I'm probably gonna watch the next episode right after right after we're done Perfect. recording. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump right to the rigor roll so we can talk about this episode, then we can dive into everything we want to talk about, so we can actually spoil it. If you're excited about the episodes and you want someone to talk about it with, it's us. And make sure you tell your friends about it, too, so we can all talk together about it. And make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah, and if you have any additional suggestions for segments, any questions, comments, concerns about the show, uh, let us know over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. Perfect. But with that, let's jump into episode 18 of Forged Bond. The two Hashira arrive, Giyu and Shinobu arrive at the mountain and split up to cover more ground. Inosuke and Tanjiro are still fighting father, but really they're not even really able to scratch him or cut him as we saw right away with Tanjiro's sword, only diving a little bit in and not being able to cut clean through, which is the first time we've seen this issue for Tanjiro. Um, while they continue fighting, Tanjiro gets out into the woods a little bit and cuts down a tree with the modified uh, 
water wheel, which I talked about a little bit last week in spoiled, so I do apologize for that. Um, and cuts on the tree and drops it onto Father. And as Tanjiro goes in to use the tenth and final form we have not yet seen, Father lifts up this giant tree and uses it as a baseball bat to send Tanjiro flying into the woods for a couple good minutes of flight time. So while he's still flying, we go over to Zenitsu, who has now lost the use of his arms and legs due to the poison, and it looks like they've almost disappeared almost. Um, when suddenly Shinobu uh, uh, suddenly arrives on top of him, he has no idea who he is, probably very happy knowing his character, but she appears like a butterfly on top of him, very cheerily for a person that's literally dying in front of her, just saying, yo, what's up, like, how you doing, as she arrives, and we then cut back to Tanjiro, who does land after a good 30-45 seconds, um, and goes toward a scream that he hears from the young demon girl that he was chasing earlier who's being tortured by the young demon boy, Rui, that we uh, met a couple characters ago. And Rui says, what are you watching? This is a uh, affair between um, him and his sister. Leave us alone. Um, which upsets Tanjiro because that's not how a family would really treat each other. And it says that it's not a real bond. That's a forged bond, which is where the name of the episode comes through. This pretty much pisses off Rui and a random demon slayer shows up and tries to kill Rui, but... He literally turns around and in a single hand wave cuts him bones and all to literal meat pieces. So Tanjiro then begins to fight Rui frantically trying to block all the threads but he isn't able to stop all of them still getting cut up as he goes. We cut back to Father and Inosuke while Father is continuing to go after Inosuke who gets upset because he's trying to think logically of how to beat him and that's too much like Tanjiro. So that makes Inosuke upset, so he instead just rushes in and goes to attack Father straight on, which actually starts to work because he gets one of his swords into the arm, and then after beating it with his other swords, chops out the arm, which causes Father to run away. Um, Inosuke finally finds Father, who is up in a tree, scared, but then begins to shed his skin and becomes even larger, faster, and more muscular before, and turns back to fight Inosuke, who now stands no chance, and eventually is about to get his head crushed by Father. He stabs both of his broken swords that he broke when trying to uh, kill Father into Father's neck, but Father doesn't even uh, flinch a little bit. Right as he's about to get his head popped, Giyu shows up and easily cuts off Father's arm, who regenerates instantly, but Giyu still goes on to easily kill him using the fourth form of water breathing, leaving Inosuke in shock, saying that he's never seen someone as impressive as Giyu. Tanjiro starts to be able to learn to smell the um, be able to learn the smell of the threads and attempts to cut through one to get closer to Rui, but instead the thread cuts cleanly through Tanjiro's sword, and it looks like it's about to go right into his face and kills him. And that is where the cliffhanger we all so desperately hate but love leaves us going into next episode. So I already know what you guys think about this episode, but where do you want to talk about it first? So many good moments. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's just talk about it. Let's get it out of the way. No spoilers, obviously. But I'm here to talk for the listener. We know. We know it's the kid that's the Kizuki. It's fairly obvious because there's no number in in the father's eyes, and one of but we the... don't see we don't see numbers either. No, but one of the one of the eyes is constantly covered the whole time, and I think very apparently, it's he he's the Kizuki, especially because he's like. I know he's like super scary um i i think it's fairly apparent no spoilers guys but um i just want to get the elephant in the room out of the way because i feel like a lot of people are thinking it well we're also able to see a power difference between rui and father as 
father can still kind of get caught and we see Giyu, who is a Hashiro, first off, kill him, but kill him rather easily. But um, Inosuke was able to cut off an arm, while Ryu's, Ryu, Ruri's thread literally cuts a sword in half. Which is insane. Like, as soon, like, as, as, soon as that happened, I was like, oh, oh no. is some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's like, in some shit right now. But that's after seeing him literally with this little thread thing he has in hand. Cut a man into literal meat chunks. Horrifying. Like, we saw Endeavor do something like this with, like, a blurting fire flame in, like, one of the last episodes of the last season. And we thought that was amazing. But this is a little boy with threads cutting a person effortly into chunks. Like, that is so intimidating. And then you feel the presence of him afterwards. Just this creepy little kid that's torturing his sister and just staring at Tanjiro, challenging him to call him out again. And then saying, like, hey, if you just apologize, I'll kill you instantly. Otherwise, I'm going to torture you and kill you slowly. Like, all that's so scary. And then seeing that Tanjiro really has no chance when his sword is cut. Like, how else are you going to kill him? Like, you, you don't win now. Well, yeah. Like, I really like this. Sorry, James. You go you go first. Because no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like, slightly pivot. You're going to slightly pivot? No, I was just going to say, like, it really just, it really redefines the parameters of the of the engagement that, like, you know, Tanjiro, like, well, not just the fact that Tanjiro's sword is broken, but that he has this much power that he can just cut through a sword, right? It really just, like, ma- like really takes everything and, like, shifts it on its head. In, like, in one scene, right? Yeah, so taking that and going a little bit further, uh, like, in the context of the episode, it, like, this is the power scale episode of where we're like, wow, Tanjiro's sick, dude. He can beat anyone up using his water form. And then... Him and Inosuke just, like, can't beat these guys, and you have to have, like, the real Demon Slayers come in and clean up. And, like, it just shows that, like, oh, no, like, like, like the actual, like, top-tier demons, they're just still way too strong for them. And, like, uh, and, and like the, the other Demon Slayers, like, the actual high-level ones, are just leaps and bounds above them. Because before then, we're just assuming they're, like, amazing, and they're, like, incredible, and, like, probably one of the best. But I think this really puts it into, like, perspective of, like, oh, no, they... Like, they're clearly still beginners at being demon slayers. Yeah. So. And, and two things. First off, between demons, because first off, we don't even know what moon's on the mount. It could be the 12th moon, which is usually how a lot of animes start. You usually start at the bottom and work your way up. You might skip a number here and there. So we're assuming the moon on the mount is going to be low. Because if it's number two or three right now, that kind of skips a lot because I'm like, oh, anyone below that's useless. So we know it's going to be a lower moon first off. And we also see him not being able to kill father, who... Giyu kills instantly. So we see that compared to all demons, and we're assuming Father's not the Kazuki at this point because Father's dead. And that seems like an anticlimactic ending for one of the 12 moons. Um, so he's weaker than a, like not even a 12 moon. But he also saw how easily Giyu could kill that demon that Tanjiro and Nosuke together couldn't kill. So in Demon Slayers, they're down here. And in Demons, they're down here. Yeah. I'm making the hand gestures of like one on top of below. Very big difference still. So, it's just really cool to see that this is a power scale episode. I agree. And it's only going to get more because I think this sets up for a really cool battle between, you know who? Giyu and the 12 Moon. Whoever that's going to be because Tenjiro can't fight without a sword. So, who else is going to fight him except the two badasses that just showed up and we have not seen them really fight before because we only saw Giyu for like 30 seconds here. Not even 30 and seconds. does that mean we get a sword building episode after this? Because <laughs> that's going to be sick. There's so much about this episode that's really sick. It's it's hard to talk about because, like, if we talk about something, it's like... You want to talk about what's next. Yeah, let's talk about this other sick thing and this other sick thing that happened. Like, like the girl coming down and she just, like, she looks like a butterfly because uh, of, like, what she's wearing. That's so sick. 
Like that's. I want you to guess. Me and James know. What do you think her breathing style is? Um, And and do you think she has one? I guess that kind of gives away. I do apologize. (laughs) But what do you think her breathing style is? I think that she has something. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like go for like the this the Pokemon kind of deal where she's gonna like her breathing thing and she's gonna like have like this sleep powder or something that she like admits. Like I don't know why, but like I just I like even though. I assume that with Butterfree, right? Butterfree has like yeah, the, it's the, it's the same the, like aesthetically, the right? Yeah. Stuff like for some reason that's the instant connection. Because otherwise, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, that's that would be my my guess. That's really cool. And then another thing for anyone listening, I would love for you guys to guess too, because it is it is really cool. Like we know what Giyu is. We see Giyu's in this episode. Well, this other one, we don't really know who this other uh, Shira is, and she looks and maybe like she appeared to Zenetsu as a butterfly for a second. And then literally flies down out of nowhere as a butterfly. So there's just so much mis- like mystery around her as well. Like what she can do. Is she as badass as Giyu? Is she more powerful? Like we don't know how they rank either. So there's a lot of really cool things about her that we don't know. So I'd love to hear other people's guesses. Because it does not give you any idea. Just that she looks like a butterfly. Yeah. Stings like a bee maybe. Um, nope, bad a, a, another thing i because I, I i have just a bunch of bullet points that basically set just, it just go list them all just go, yeah they, they say phrases followed by a bunch of exclamation points so next one is final form i i'm gonna take a guess at what the final form is gonna be i feel of like who? i know of it. what uh, of uh of of the water breathing like the 10th form oh yeah because we did see that with the 10th form they said he was going for it, then it obviously got canceled there's but we didn't I even get we didn't even get a name either right like he I just, th- yeah, yeah. Here, here's my two guesses because the way he was doing it he was kind of going downwards mm-hmm. so you did think it's going to be like 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 tsunami like a wave crashing or two to be like waterfall of like a waterfall like coming down okay. really hard. i think it's gonna be one of those two i like that i like that and see like that's um, ki- it's kind of cool because like um like this is like Going back through, I was just like, I didn't even pick up on that he tried to go for a tenth form and it was cut off. Like I just, and this time around, I was like, oh, he never actually like said it. He never actually got there. No, I, I thought he said tenth. Well, actually, he, he says tenth form. Might... He says tenth form, but he doesn't actually say what. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're right. Like, yeah, he, he doesn't say what it is. And I just want to let you know, we already have seen form eight, which is waterfall basin. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, so I guess it. Maybe it is okay, so it can't be waterfall. I don't. Yeah. I have the names in front of me, so I'm not saying anything more. But I yeah. wanted like this was the like we talked about last week. This was the tenth form we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So I can answer anything about the previous ones, but we have not seen that. But waterfall basin was one. But it would have that is a good guess. But yeah, I didn't realize that either. That this was the first time we almost saw a tenth form, and just going on like I don't know when we see tenth form from here on out. So it was cool that we almost got that chance. It's gonna. It's like, yeah. It's. I'm excited because now, like, Tanjiro doesn't have a sword. So like, y- you think anything that Tanjiro could do, Giyu can do it. Because like, I mean, they're the same. They they use the same breathing but style. More power. Right. Exactly. So you're gonna see everything that Tanjiro could do turned up to eleven because it's Giyu doing it, right? And I need. I need. To, I need to talk about my boy Giyu. I like. I love that we get this kind of world building or not like character building thing between him and the other Hashira that. He's not just, like, this plain, like, emotionless person with just Tanjiro. He's like this with freaking everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, like... like It's a stone cold. Well, that's just it. He's very, like, he's... I don't, like, I don't know if you want to call it calm. I don't know what you want to call it. I want to call him calm because he is the water shear and he just, you know, he has this calm demeanor about him the entire time. But, no, I, 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 I don't know. Giyu quickly becomes one of my favorite characters, and this is... This is like the the stepping stone to why because the, just how how he comes in this episode he there's no there's no like 
no personality. There's no waste, not like want not sort of thing. He's not, he doesn't like, you know, he just does his job. He comes there, does his job and that's it. You know what I mean? So. And having a Nosuke instantly respect someone that we've learned, like <laughs> he's slowly growing, like Tanjiro slowly grow, gathered, growing on him, but he still gets upset when he thinks like Tanjiro. So he doesn't respect him. But with this, he's like, this is the most incredible thing I've ever, like, this is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Well, he, resp- I think he respects power, right? Like, that's that's yeah. that's Anosuke's whole so thing. So that, that goes to show that, like, we know is powerful. We probably say is more powerful than Zenetsu and Anosuke, but not as big of a gap. But now the fact that in a single, and we saw two breathing forms from him, and in, in those two moves, he instantly knows how powerful this man is, and that's scary. Yeah. But so cool. Yeah. And Giyu's not like, a, he's not a big dude. He's slight. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, like. that dude? Like, <laughs> he did that? Yeah. So, it's it's pretty it's pretty dope. I do love that Tanjiro, for like whatever reason, was literally in the air for like a good solid like two minutes. Like, I, I do love that. <laughs> they actually gave the air time in episode. That's why they went over to Zenetsu and Shinobu. Yeah. <laughs> I, I So, on my notes, I also have just written Eat. Because that's what Defali just goes. He's like, yeah, and he just like just goes. He just keeps going. He literally gets team rocketed, oh. dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we, oh, what was it? Um, we get one of the bad names from Inosuke. We get two bad names in this episode from Inosuke. When when he's he's um he yells Tanjiro's wrong name <laughs> as he's being hit, like whatever, watch out. And then when he's thinking about Tanjiro being in his head, he says the name wrong. <laughs> um, in his head, even like it's not like he's being. Purposely just mean a Tanjiro. Like, no, this is how the dude thinks. He doesn't know what Tanjiro's name is. So that's just another fun point. But we, I'm sure there's going to be any notes. But we also get some lore on Inosuke as well in this episode with the backstory. Is that despite what he believes, he wasn't actually raised by Boar. Like, we do see a woman holding him as a baby, apologizing for something. leaving him, yeah. letting him go, doing something. Well, no, I thought he was raised by Boar because the, the, I thought the idea was that um, the the woman holding him had to like. Well, he said he, he said he had no parents. I do apologize. Yeah. Earlier in the city, he said, he, said oh, I have yeah. no he was raised like, by no he parents. was raised by Boris, but he he believed he had no parents. He had no siblings because him and Tanjiro were talking about it, and like they were both on the same level, just for like different reasons. So like yeah, but Anosuke straight up yeah. believed he like he didn't have. But Anosuke like, doesn't remember who it is. No. he just has these flashbacks. He said, "Who are you?" Right as he's about to die, and then saved. So another opening for a lore building which more likely makes me think we're gonna Ninosuke episode eventually because there's even like Zenitsu background was really cool but I didn't feel like I needed that with Ninosuke there's so many questions about who this dude is that I want to get more to that so getting a little snippet of that is really cool for me especially as he is probably my favorite character but. so I, I have another thing that I was thinking about during this maybe the last episode in this one is that the breathing forms really are incredibly impactful into like these characters and the theming of it and i think it's so cool because like you think you think about tanjiro and i mean he is like water right like like the way that he just like perceives himself and like how he he tackles something and he's like persistent like literally he's constant and persistent enough to you know move through a rock like mm, like water yeah. would right so like i always imagine like his style is like like a river of like constantly going constantly going wearing things down and like uh zenitsu he is like lightning right yeah of where he's like very erratic like you don't know what's happening like he's 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 very loud he's yelling he's all over the place and then it's calm and then he strikes really fast like and then obviously like in those case <laughs> he's an animal he's literally a feral boy like he's very clear cut 
Um, and even and even um, Giyu, he's like water, but in a completely different way. He's a different like, manifestation. A, yeah, totally calm. He, he, yeah, until it's yeah, just perfectly rash. calm and stuff, and just like 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 a pond or whatever. Like I, I I think it's really cool how they're doing that theming, and I'm very excited to see them build on it. I hope they they keep that up because it's so cool. Yeah, no, it's a nice, it's, it, yeah. it's like, it, it's crazy, like, as you kind of watch the show, and you start unpacking these characters, really, like, how much they, like, how much work went into character design for each one of these to, like, really have it, like, register and connect on so many other levels that you don't really recognize until you, like, have discussions like these where you sit back and you're like, wait a second, like, like y- y- you know, you're pulling the always sunny thing with, the, like, the map and the connections and everything like that, right? Like, it's it's literally like that as you continue to watch the show, and it's, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, and it's also really cool. Like going back to character design, like the best thing I can kind of compare this to is you mentioned Pokemon a little bit, but also Avatar: The Last Airbender is how I compare like breathing forms to to like that. And with Avatar, it feels like okay, there's a bunch of people that use water, they use fire, like it. That is something that a lot of people can use. But with all these breathing forms, obviously Inosuke he made himself, but all these breathing forms feel like they were made specifically for the person, even though other people can use them. We know there's multiple Thunder. We see two different water ones, but the water breathing makes sense for both Tanjiro and Giyu, but in totally different ways. And that's so cool that they're using the same moves, two totally different characters, but it still feels like their moveset was made specifically for them. 100%. And that is one something that makes the characters so cool and adds so much depth to them when we really don't know much about them is this breathing form and how crucial it is to their fighting style but also who they are as a character and it's just something so 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 impressive about this entire show and it only gets better every episode we watch yeah it makes me it makes me really want to see like just because i know we have it like i mean i really wanted to see like a rokodaki fight and just see how it kind of relates back to him too right because i mean they're all water water style users right so like what manifestation do you get with a rokodaki you know what i mean but yeah, all these old Hashira, like yes, like that's that's the thing. Like we know Urokodaki was an, a Hashira. We know Gramps was a Hashira. Like seeing what someone that absolutely mastered their form can do against someone like a Twelve Moon, which we think we're going to be getting coming up, is going to be the master part of the show. So I think we've just gushed about this episode for what twenty two minutes. Now. Easily, is there yeah. anything else we actually want to dive into? We kept it very high level, talking about what we're looking forward to, talking about the characters, talking about a couple moments here and there. But I think we all agree we want to watch next week right now and talk about next week right now. Yeah, we are probably in love with the show more than ever, and we think it's going to get better. But anything else we want to mention before we talk about the topic of the week and the secret? I think we're good to move on, Dylan. You good? And James, it's all yours. Doing nods. Okay, cool. So, yeah, guys, for the uh, the topic of the week this week, it's a little it's a little more on the grim side. Uh, but this week and last week, we got two pretty like pretty bad circumstances for multiple characters. Anosuke um, almost getting his head crushed. Uh, I mean, Zenitsu looked like he was gonna eat it until the 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 nice butterfly lady showed up. And we don't really know what's going on with Tanjiro. Like, I mean, we got a massive cliffhanger right now. So there's a lot of things that really point towards like a, either the main character or a, like a you know a mainer character dying. So what I wanted to ask was, do we think if one of the main cast, Demon Slayer, was to be killed off, would it be good for the show? And yeah, I kind of wanted to open that up to the floor. I think I, it would have to take on. a bit though. Like I, 
I don't know. Like, I still feel like the show just started, even though it didn't just start. We're 18 episodes in. Yeah. We, yeah. we know it's a 26-episode season. So we have eight episodes left after this. So it would be around that time. No, no. It, it The thing is, is I don't feel like it would be impactful, even if it was, like, a end of a season death. Like, I want more. Like, like, like I, I feel like a really good impact for it and for it to actually, like, be good for this show would be if it went on for a bit. Because, like... It took us like a couple episodes to get Inosuke and Zenitsu, and it took a couple episodes for them for us to start liking them and like give us more show for us to bond with the character and then rip it away because <laughs> then it's super impactful, then yeah. it's super meaningful. Because, like, if Zenitsu like died right now, it'd be like, okay, like, I, I mean, I thought he was a cool character, I want to see what he can do, but I guess he's dead. Um, whereas if we really got time with him and we saw how cool he was for a really long time. And then they just killed him. That would be super impactful, and that would like leave a really lasting impression. And I think the show could do it just because there's so much potential to like get new characters in there and stuff. Um, but I also feel like it would be lasting. Like it would like it would leave a mark on everyone still. So I think the show could pull it off. So I think the show could pull it off, but I also think Zenitsu could have died this episode. And it would have made sense and it would have had some impact still. I agree holding on longer would have made it better. But, like, we learned so much about the character. But we also learned what his flaws are that we're kind of sick of. He only he only knows one move. So, and he's mastered one move. And after all that training, we just assume he's always just going to know the one move. And he's always going to have the gimmick of always falling asleep. And they know that's probably going to get sick eventually. So, you kill him off now. Or, like, you, you have him permanently out. Like, he... Maybe he never gets one of his legs back for being a spider. Like, maybe they can't reverse that. Like, he's just done. Like, I think they're... I think Tanjiro and Nezuko can never die or be knocked out of commission. I think that's obvious. The whole show is about Nezuko turning human again. And who's go? And they have no other family. So who's going to help Nezuko if Tanjiro's gone? So I think those two cannot die. And the show works. I think Zenetsu could have died right now. Had a little bit of impact. Made sense in the show. And opened up the door for someone like Giyu or Shinobu to come in or any of the other Hashira that we know there's just multiple. We don't know how many, who they are, but we know they're probably going to be introduced eventually because we're slowly starting to get introduced to more characters. So I think it could have opened up a new slot on the squad for the last eight episodes and maybe something else happens there. I think Zenetsu could have died here and the show still worked. I'm happy he hasn't died or doesn't die. I guess we see him get saved pretty much here in this episode. Um... But I think that would have been sense. Inosuke is too early. We don't know enough about Inosuke. But I feel like I know enough about Zenetsu that it would have worked here in this point. But I still feel like it could be more impactful down the road instead. So I agree and I disagree. So what I would say is that like certain shows have different feelings to them. So JoJo's, for instance, it, they're basically like one season one shots. So mm-hmm. like one season's like its own story, so you and then kind of figure people, are and then it kind of goes to its next one. So mm-hmm. the pacing of it is that way. So like there are characters that die within a single season or a single like uh like they call it parts, a single part, and it makes sense because the pacing is set up for that. Um, but then you have a show like sorry, I'm gonna spoil it because it's a 2006 show, Death Note, um, of where one of the main characters dies with like 30 episodes in out of a 37 episode um show. And that's impactful because it's drawn out. Like you, you get this character for a really long time, and you're able to like really latch onto that character. Whereas I feel like this show 
we need time to latch onto a character for us to really start getting those feelings of where but I, I, isn't it also impactful sometimes when you meet someone you fall in love with them quickly and then they die like isn't that impactful as well sometimes it, it is but i think for the context and i feel like the context of this uh, i don't know like something about the feeling of the show makes it not feel right because like if Zenitsu uh, died it would be like oh that sucks i wanted to feel like i want to be with that character more yeah i and wanted I would, to feel more I, 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 I would i feel like i would be robbed of an experience rather than like you know, going through this actual thing of a character dying. Um, and th- But that that's the feeling I get out of it. James, what do you think? So with me, I think it's definitely something that I, it would need to be more like slow cooked. Like I, like, I think at this point it's not, it's too early in the season and they're, they've alluded to too many things with each character that I, it would almost feel it, right now. It would feel out of place and it would feel weird. Like it just like, it wouldn't be paced properly. It's, it's kind of weird to, like, see character death as something that should be paced and, like, has, like, its time and its place. But with these, like, these two characters, like, I could see definitely one of the, one of the two of them dying in, like, season two. Um, but right now, it just doesn't, like, we have too many things. Like, we have too many, like, loose ends. You know what I mean? And we have had a lot of death in this arc. We, and we have, right? So, I mean, like, so that, I not, not so much because, like, I mean, look at, I mean, look at, like, like Berserk and shit like that. Like, they kill off pretty much all the supporting cast all at once, right? And it doesn't matter how much death there was. Like, it's just all at the same time, right? Um, but with this, like, I mean, it's just, like, it, like the, 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 the quantity isn't the issue. It's the quality and how they would do it. And I would get if there was some conversation between either Tanjiro and Zenitsu, um, especially about, like, his previous mentor and all that shit. So, so somebody knows other than just the audience, so you can tie up that loose end. But right now, the only connection we have to that is Zenitsu. So if he dies, that's ended, and now it's just this big thing left up in the air, and you're like, what the hell, right? The, the characters are too three-dimensional just to kill off. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly it, right? Like, you have, you have too many layers at this point of the character that you can't just off them and be like, okay, well, they've served their purpose, because it's too... A, a character needs to come in, basically put all their, their cards on the table... And then we know all we need to know about the character for them to die and it to make sense. Because, like, yeah. these characters are just, like like you were saying, James, they're just too deep to just kill off like this. Like, you, like there, there is, like, an in-between. There is no, like, medium-paced killing off a, a character. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, exactly, right? You can't you can't do it. And when it does happen, you're like, well, that's weird. Like, you know, like, that, that doesn't make sense. And, like, ultimately, it impacts the show negatively, right? When you, when you remove characters like that, that don't deserve to be removed at the time they're removed so yeah no that's kind of my opinion on it so i think i think we kind of covered everything pretty well i think we've really like fleshed out the issue so dylan i think it's but we also know there's a lot of deaths so yeah yeah we may true. be talking about this on the other half too of like someone just died like can the show go on like will this ruin the show i would not be surprised if that's something we talk about down the road with how much death we've seen already well it's just it's, so it's I a do main think theme of this show. is not a topic where it's going to be done today we're gonna talk about this i'm assuming sooner or later i yeah but the, but the thing is is like i i guess the the topic we could go into a little bit more but i don't think we're ever gonna get that like i don't know like and if we do i feel like it's gonna be a character like i don't know like uh giyu or like one of these like outside the main cast like if Not we see a main circle, yeah if we see the inner circle die then i will be shocked and i'll be like oh that that's like that's gutsy right there um, but I don't know, like, I, I don't have that feeling yet. 
maybe the tone of the show definitely changes to where that feels like it's on the table. Um, but for Shonen, it feels like it's a Shonen, and I feel like that's not on the table. Right. Yeah, because we I, I feel we, like we, like we, someone we... like like outside of it, like you, like I was saying, I feel like his death or something would be on the table. Sorry, I keep picking on him. I, if I, he died tomorrow, like if he died next week, what would you feel about that? Um, it would kind of uh, I don't know. Like I'd be like, okay, that makes like he if. It feels like he like could they die. took each other out. Him and the two of moon took each other out, and they both died. I'd be like, like that's badass because they showed they showed him they he showed up he was badass, and then they killed him off being badass. I'd be like, okay, that's cool. Like I'm okay with this. Like he doesn't feel as deep. He doesn't feel like a deep enough character for me to be upset. Like if Zenitsu died right now, um, and he's he's for the most part two dimensional, and so like I would feel like yeah. it's okay if he dies, especially since it's so soon. Okay, fair. Perfect, but actually, I'm gonna not ask another question. I'm gonna hand it off to you for a secret instead. Here's a Taisho secret. Do you know what Kimitsu no Yaiba means, Andrew? So, it's I, the name. I it's know, the name of the show. It's the name of yeah, the show. No what does it mean? Spoiler! It's the name of the show. No, yeah. No. What do you think like, it is? First thought. What do you think it is? I you, would say it's Demon Slayer, but I know wrong, it's not Demon Slayer. Wrong. Wrong. James, do you, know, do you? What do you think it is? Oh, I'm gonna go Slayer of Demons. I'm gonna see if I can do that wrong it means demon slaying sword oh dicks which i, I which knew this is really cool which is really cool because it like what does the no mean in that um it, it's like it's like a possessive thing okay so so it, yeah it, it's i think it's like sword of, of of slaying demons or something like that but like no usually means like a possessive um but i think it's really cool because it gives us insight that we didn't get into like five episodes in of like there's a th- this is what kills demons is literally the sword it's the nature, sword yeah. yeah yeah um which is kind of cool yeah i never thought about that i always said like yeah. like n- no more like i i knew it never was a direct translation but I was like oh no more demons or something kind of like i always thought that no was a direct transfer um like um well I, yeah like i knew I, like i like it is like like seeing no in titles is very common like a, a hero no sora is another is another or kirko no well, boku no hero boku no hero kirko no basket my, my hero it's my hero, it, the, yeah. the no is always my possessive hero, yeah and for no, for yeah. for kirko no basket it's the the basketball which kirko plays you know what i mean so yeah i mean it like it but it, when it, i learned that that was wild for me i'm like what <laughs> yeah so i mean like it definitely it, it definitely makes these kind of wordy titles seem so much better right so but yeah it is it is weird because you don't like we didn't know it was just swords like a specific sword that could kill a demon right we didn't know that until like 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 you said like what five episodes in like so that's weird that it's in the title and you you like you never really register it right so yeah which which means like I just want to know that like is is this is is there gonna be more about the sword like are we gonna like learn more about the sword because like it it is a focal point now like like it's the name of the show like obviously it's just super important now but I wonder if it has like deeper meaning as we go into it which we might find out because they're breaking their swords we gonna find out more about swords dude we'll learn more about swords um but also like james said with the the basket that um kuroko plays with like it's not anything about the basket it's about basketball so like it doesn't automatically mean it's going to be a focal point it could just be part of the show and it still makes sense wait are you sure that's what that means because i i I think it just means his basketball like his basketball no no the the, the full title is the basketball yeah yeah but the full the full title translated to english is the basketball which kuroko plays so, no, but, but yeah, like, I, what I'm what I'm saying is I I think basketball just means basketball, but that's how they say basketball. 
because they don't say basketball ball, they just say like <laughs> basketball. The render the rendering is the basketball which Kirkle plays. That's so weird. But, that but, but no, but like, the, but that also makes sense in that context too, because the show, just to kind of go down that rabbit hole a little bit, directly it's about Kirkle's style. Yeah, play. it's about Kirko and the way he oh. plays basketball, right? And how and basically how it sets him aside from pretty much everybody else, right? So. That makes sense in this that context, and it also makes sense in this context as well, where like demon the, the demon slaying sword means a lot more because I mean like it it already does without us going into like another like reforging like because not only not only did uh, Tanjiro break his sword, but so did so did Inosuke. Inosuke broke both of them, right? So we're going to get into the hi- we're probably going to get into the history more than we did with the swords. So you're going to have you know a bit more floor building. It's going to be nice. Well, that was yeah, that was very cool. I guess I never figured that. I just always made the assumption. So thank you for the secret. You learn but something every week here. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. But with that, James, yeah. take us home. Yeah. So to wrap up this rather lengthy episode of our podcast, hit us or let your friends know about us. Let, it, let listen to these long ass episodes with your friends. Listen to them with us. It's a good time. And uh, hit us with that five star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. And make sure you check out popped and twitter.com slash popped underscore off. For updates on this show and all the other podcasts and content we do. But with that, thank you so much for listening to this entire long episode. We, you guys know they're not always this long, but this was such a great episode. I'm going to tell you next week's probably going to be this long as well. But we were all super excited about it, so I don't think that's going to be a surprise. But we can't wait to talk with you guys next week. And thank you for tuning in. I'm going to die.